0: Bridge Toll, California customer service number.
1: Highway miles to the gallon. Ford Focus. Thailand cave
0: rescue operation.
1: What is schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California.
0: Best Western hotels. How
1: old is Ronaldo? What
0: happened with Big Grub? engagement How long give? before a wedding should I send How many out save the, are in the first series Use of iMap the to playoffs. check find email best on best other best best email spots. clients. Identify fonts
1: where from where to event.
0: find. We were four three Welcome to new. Buyers Journey Week on the Voices of Search podcast. I'm your host Benjamin Shapiro, and this week we're going to publish an episode every day discussing what you need to know to adjust your content strategy in a post-COVID outbreak world. Joining us for New Buyers Journey Week is Tyson Stockton, Search Metrics's Director of Services. Search Metrics is an SEO and content marketing platform that helps enterprise scale businesses monitor their online presence and make data-driven decisions. And outside of shepherding, Search Metrics's Most Strategic SEO Clients to SEO Success, Tyson is stepping in for a sick member of his team to talk to us about the new buyer's journey. Okay, today we're going to discuss how the COVID outbreak affected consumer behavior. This podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health backlinks and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. of New Buyer's Journey Week with Tyson Stockton, Search Metrics' Head of Services. Tyson, coming in off the bench to save the day on the Voices of Search podcast.
1: What's going on, Ben? Look forward to uh, addressing some new topics today. I'd
0: say it's you know been a while, but we just did a podcast like
1: two days ago? It was two days ago? Yeah, and I think a very good podcast is that.
0: I feel like we talk every day. And originally, a good friend of the show, Marlon Glover, was supposed to come on and talk about content strategy and the new buyer's journey. Unfortunately, Marlon wasn't feeling well. And so you're stepping in. Marlon, first off, if you're listening to this, we hope that you are better by the time this content is published, which is a week after we're going to record. And Tyson, good to have you back on the show. Let's talk a little buyer's journey. Can't get around talking about the buyer's journey without talking about the coronavirus, unfortunately. The buyer's journey is changing. The world is changing. Let's start off. It's the thing that's on everyone's mind. It's something that we talk about almost all the time on this podcast. The outbreak has affected consumer behavior, which changes the buyer journey. How did the coronavirus and sort of the new world order affect how we think about consumers, SEO, and user behavior?
1: I mean, you hit right on like the key point there is... I wouldn't describe it as much of like, hey, the buyer's journey is just all of a sudden different. Well, I mean, it is, but it's more because of how the user behavior is changing. And I think that, you know, it dates back to when, you know, this all happened, where we we're spending more time at home, people were spending more time online. You see changes in browsing behavior. We saw the first time there being a rise on desktop searches versus mobile, because people are on their computers more. And so I think. Those elements of how our lives are changing is also then inherently just changing how we look for products, how, what the life, how long of a journey it is, the different touch points. And so that evolves as this whole event or this whole time evolves. So I think like the biggest piece is thinking back to how is this changing our lives? And then that's going to be a piece that impacts also how people search and how people make decisions around what products and what purchases they want to make.
0: So there's a couple of different things that you said that stick out to me. First off, it's the empire strikes back, the rise of the laptop. Does this mean that we're going back to the early 2000s when the laptop was the primary computing device? Are we thinking about prioritizing laptops first instead of mobile first? When you say that, People are using that device more often. Go to more detail about how you think that impacts the buyer journey.
1: The first piece I would say on that is, I don't think it should be changing like, okay, now we're going to optimize for desktop pages versus mobile pages. Because then you get into like, well, it's still a mobile first index. You still have a lot of people. It's not like mobile, the floor fell out. It was just we saw an increase from what we've seen recent trends over the last couple years on. So I'd say from the top level, I would still highly encourage and push everyone to have parity between desktop, mobile. I would still probably optimize mobile first because we know longer run that's gonna continue to be the primary. But I think as far as how that impacts the buyer's journey, is this is highly dependent on categories or segments that we're talking about. But you also sometimes have advantages of things like higher conversion rates on desktop. And so You know, that could be a slippery slope as far as some categories doing well right now and some categories not so hot. But I think there are advantages that people can use of having a higher volume of desktop traffic.
0: So without getting into which specific industries have been most effective, we are going to spend a fair amount of time talking about that. Are you seeing consumers consume content in a different fashion? Are people spending more time online, more time reading, less time reading, researching. Is this a idea where people are spending more time for putting in B2B terms, top of funnel, middle of funnel, or is everybody just buying, buying, buying and going to the bottom of funnel?
1: No, I would say like definitely more on the first of those two. I think one you have, and let's talk more in like, maybe not like this month necessarily, but just this whole COVID event. But people are spending more time inside, they're staying at home, they're spending more time online. So we've actually seen search demand in a lot of categories increase. We've seen overall activity online. If you want to throw in things like Netflix viewing hours and stuff, and it's like we are all in front of screens a lot more. And how that translates into the buyer's journey is people are spending more time. And so in some cases, you're going to see an actual probably longer buyer's journey where maybe people are using it as an outlet and they might spend a little more time and maybe it's a little less impulsive right now, too, because we know that there are hardships and whether it's unemployment numbers or limited working hours, people are being a little more conservative on their spending in general. So I'd say with that, it inherently kind of breeds like a longer and more thought out decision making process.
0: Time for a one minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. That's previsible, P R E V I S I B L E dot I O. So, Tyson, the other thing that I noticed that, you know, obviously has changed is the notion of day parting, time of conversion, behaviors are happening in different times of day. Does that affect SEO or is that something that is really just an SEM factor of, you know, you should be running your
1: advertisements?
0: More in the middle of the day as opposed to beginning or end now. Does day parting have an impact on SEO?
1: I would say no. Like that's going to be more of a paid strategy. And it's a great point. It's definitely an effective piece to keep in mind. But with the nature of SEO, your articles are out there in the wild. And if someone consumes it during the middle of the day or the evenings, it's not going to change your strategy or your efforts. So I'd say like that would be something that wouldn't be as like, pointed or relevant from like the SEO side, but definitely from the SEM side.
0: Yeah. So I guess the highest level question, I, and maybe this is what I should have asked you first, is has there been a change in the type of content that people are consuming? Generally, we think about consumer intent when we're thinking about SEO, whether a piece of content is navigational, educational, information or transactional. Have you seen a mix shift change between the types of content people are consuming?
1: Yeah, I mean, I would say with how much people are spending time, I would say that there's been a rise in the informational areas. So, people with having like a longer buying cycle or buyer's journey, they're going to spend a little more time researching. And, you know, when we get into different categories, it's going to be more prevalent than others. But I think sometimes with how much time we're spending online, the buyer's journey in some ways becomes a little bit of like an escape for some people. And maybe like, hey, I'm really interested in it. Maybe it's a business aspect of hey, i you know, need to add a new software. But I'd say the actual gathering and how much information that the average consumer is ingesting during that journey is a lot higher. And I think it's also strengthened the need for informational content and kind of tying back around to even things like conversion rates and areas like that. One thing that smart SEOs or marketers are doing in general is say like they're in a cold segment or industry that's not converting as well. Well, shifting that focus and acquiring more landscape or ownership of that early stage buying funnel is going to be more critical because that's going to help them later when maybe conversions come back.
0: Here's the good news. We finally found a bright spot in the coronavirus outbreak is that people are spending more time getting educated. They're consuming more content that is informational. And hopefully that leads to just generally better decisions, smarter people, everybody that's being more aware. Maybe not smarter people, but people that are consuming more content and hopefully are getting the right content. So, hey, I'm trying to put a positive spin on this whole thing. But I think the reality is people are spending more time doing research and that potentially makes SEO more competitive at the top of the funnel and also allows you to cast a wider net and reach more of your potential customers if you're really good at producing and syndicating that top-of-funnel informational content. Tyson, we're going to bring you back tomorrow to talk a little bit about which industries specifically were affected by the coronavirus and how that impacts the buyer journey. So that wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Tyson Stockton, the head of services at Searchmetrics. We'd love to continue the conversation with you. So if you're interested in contacting Tyson, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter. His handle is Tyson underscore Stockton, or you could visit his company's website, which is searchmetrics.com. You can also send us your topic suggestions or your SEO questions. You can even apply to be a guest speaker on the Voices of Search podcast. Of course, you could always reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on Twitter. And my personal handle is BenJShap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed, we're going to publish episodes every day during the work week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning.